What's your splurge? Are you sure it's worth it? We are counting down 15 expensive things that aren't worth the money with our thought leader, guest co-host, Diane Harris, Newsweek executive editor on this edition of Money with Friends. And welcome to Money with Friends. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebell, host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And I'm Diane Harris, Newsweek executive editor and the former editor-in-chief of Money Magazine, coming to you from my home office in beautiful Montclair, New Jersey. I love Montclair, New Jersey. All the cool people live there, right, Diane? Well, I don't know, just a lot of us people in media, that's for sure. This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape like Diane Harris. We break them down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. So glad to have you here, Diane. I want to quickly just thank Bestow for sponsoring Money with Friends. Bestow is term life insurance that is 100% online, never requires a medical exam. Prices start at just $3 a month. How do you get it? Apply at hellobestow.com slash MWF. That is hellobestow.com slash MWF. And please use our link so that they will send us a thank you and you are supporting the show. And thank you for that. Diane Harris, back for the second day in a row. So nice to have you here. Bobby, I am delighted to be here. This is a lot of fun and a learning experience for me. So that's great. Thanks for having me. And we love having you. This is a really, it's a fun topic and a scary topic all at once. Uh, We're taping this coming off Halloween. And it was a little bit scary, the kinds of things that people can spend money on. Our money can go poof so quickly. Um, Let's see which which friend is going to bring us into the story. This is Bethany from the Money Millhouse. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, it's time for our headlines. Hey, Bobby, what's the big idea? All right, I'm going to just read a little bit at the top of the story, and then Diane and I are going to go through this list of the expensive things. So this story comes to us from um, Business Week. I'm sorry. Where does the story? Business Insider. Insider. Business Insider. It is 15 common expensive things that aren't worth the money by Mael Lancet and Rebecca Aydin. And they say whether you're overpaying for cellular data each month or choosing a large cable plan over streaming services, there are several ways you can cut costs and pay only for what you need. We spoke with several financial partners, planners, about common expensive things that most people can do without. And we came up with a few of our own. Showing off lavish items is an undeniable part of American culture, but when it comes to making sound investments in expensive items, there are some purchases financial planners say you should exclude from your budget. Okay, so let's skip forward to these um, things that we can skip according to these experts in this Business Insider story. Dan, you want to go for it here? Do a couple? Sure. So, um, So number 15 on their list is unlimited data plans followed by gourmet coffee and name brand everything. Right. So, so like that's a, that's a bunch of stuff right there. Yeah, unlimited data plans. Oh, they look like deals is basically their point, but the truth is a lot of us use data or, or we think we're using more data uh, than we do and we don't always look at the numbers. Because if you go into your account, you can see very often you're maybe maybe you aren't using that much, maybe not even close, and you don't even need to be the on the unlimited plan. Um, and then we don't always know the difference between gourmet and high end coffee. Some people do. And then, do you want to talk about name brand stuff, Diane? Sure. Um, well, on on name brand stuff, I mean, it's just like 
first of, first of all, I thought they made a very good point, which is how public is whatever the purchase is. I mean, name brand stuff, if you're doing it because you want people to see the name brand, then you want to make sure that it's an item that you're really using every day and in public. Um, I would question whether or not, you know, if that's your reason for buying something because you want people to see the name brand, the label on it, then that's a whole other discussion we ought to be having about uh, the Joneses and, you know, whether or not you want to be keeping up with them. So, uh, but it's definitely something to look at in your life. Number 12 on their countdown was new smartphones. And this one surprised me because I've never bought a used one, but it's something that's been kind of starting to be discussed among my friends that maybe we don't always need a new phone. We could get a new to us phone. What do you think about that? Well, I'm a big fan of the new to you phone and I'm a big fan of last year's model when, when you want to buy one just to go a little cheaper, because if you haven't bought a phone in a couple of years, chances are that last year's model is going to seem like a big upgrade to you and you don't have to go for the very, very latest. And then as the article points out, just making sure if you are going to buy new that there are enough new features to make it worthwhile because they don't, sometimes there are big changes, sometimes not so much. I love that point. No, number 11 is nice watches. This is almost generational because I wear a watch because it was a gift for my husband when we had our son. So there's a tradition. Sometimes husbands give wives presents. They call them push presents when you get, when you have a baby. So I, so this watch is sentimental, but the truth is my actual time is usually on my phone. So the whole nice watch is, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, I think they're making a comeback, but I think they're 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 definitely fashion statements and not about knowing what time it is. And I think it's actually more of a male thing than a female thing, but that could just be, you know, observation or my or my, you know, little world. Um so I don't know. You know, I, I don't think anybody's doing it these days to keep time. That's interesting. But the article says more and more people are choosing just to wear an iWatch instead of an IWC. I don't know what an IWC is, but um, I don't know. Either okay. did I. Maybe I'm, that's I'm really happy brand. to hear it. Okay. But basically, they're, they're not, you don't necessarily need the Rolex. It's not the status that it used to be. Or maybe it is among men more so. But there's a lot of functionality in watches now. So maybe not the jewelry watches. Number 10, this yeah. one gets a lot of discussion. Number Cable 10. TV plans. Cable TV plans. So, <clears throat> you know, I think that there is, you can save a lot, you know, by cutting the cord, but you can also wind up spending a lot more by subscribing to a lot of different streaming services. So this is a very mixed bag for me. You actually have to run the numbers and know what your watching habits are, because you can think you're cutting the cord and you're going to save a lot of money and wind up spending through the roof. Yeah, because look, you've got Netflix, which is, you know, about depending on the plan, you have 12 to $15. Then you've got Hulu without ads. That's about 12 bucks. Now you've got all these other services coming on, whether it's Apple TV or Disney. Disney. And let's yeah. not forget Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's quote free with your Prime subscription, but it still works out to about $13 a month approximately. And so they all add up and then you have to pay for internet too to get all these services. So not so simple. Um, let's just keep moving on. Number nine, a dozen roses on Valentine's Day. Oh, heck, if you want to buy a dozen roses on Valentine's Day, go ahead and do it is my is is my feeling about it, Um, because that's a once a year thing. Like, 
you know, it is it is true that they're really expensive, but I think the key here is don't do it just for the idea of it. Do it if the person you love loves roses. You know, I mean, if they don't love roses, do something else. Like, I could do without roses myself. It's a nice contrast you point out between cable because at least there, you know, what you have to really watch out for is that's an ongoing expense. So if you're paying too much for cable or whatever these content platform delivery services are, that's ongoing. So you got to watch out for that. But the roses, it is a once a year thing if you're doing that. Yeah. All right, let's go on. You get the next couple. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Okay, self-charging robot vacuums. Okay, this was oddly specific to me. <laughs> this seemed like a very oddly specific thing. So uh, I don't have one myself. I don't know what how much good they do. You know, if this is your thing, maybe, maybe it's not such a bad expense, but self-charging robot vacuums just seems to me very, very specific. And heavy furniture, this was an odd one to me. So heavy furniture, the point the article made was if you move a lot, it is very costly to own heavy furniture. And I think that that is probably a very good point. But how many people move a lot? So, um, you know, I mean, I think, again, you know, the the subtext for me for all of these is knowing your own lifestyle and your own habits, because for some people that is uh, nonsensical and for other people, it's really smart. So it just depends on how you live. I agree. Overpriced steakhouse dinners. So this I thought also was oddly specific. I think that I am very pro going out and having meals with people in person, especially social meals. When you're going out and you want to spend time with friends, this is just the point here is just maybe pick a less expensive restaurant and you all get to save money. And there's so many fun restaurants that don't have to break the bank. So you don't have to go to a ridiculous dinner. So I think we can just leave that there. The next one, this one's trickier though. Loans to family members that they put under expensive things. Really? Yeah. So I thought like, why, why is this thing not like the other, you know, like apple, 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 mango. This is the mango in the bunch to me. This is a very different thing. It's not a luxury item. Um, It's fraught. It it, it is fraught. And I think you even did a show on this. If, if I'm correct about, about uh, loaning money to family and friends, but it's not a luxury item. It's, um, it's a whole different beast. Yeah, I, I think that's sort of a random thing. Um, I think you loan you loan money to family if you love them, whether you're going to get the money back if you can if you can do it. So we we Diane and I both agree we're big into fam, family support when we yes. when we need to and being there for the people that you love. Um, one thing people give people they love often is fine jewelry, and this is another one where they're kind of taking an angle. They're saying that they say so that's an expensive item that maybe you shouldn't pay for, but like they're saying natural diamonds will retain their value. They're kind of picking on the sort of nicer costume jewelry or the the gems that are man-made um, and they may not have the resale value. I mean, what do you think about that, Diane? Well, I think they're putting a, you know, they're, they're trying to put a fine point on it. And um, for me, fine jewelry is a fine gift that I like to receive myself. So hi, honey. If my husband is listening to this this podcast, don't stop. Um, you know, 
So I think that it's what you can afford. And I think it's about not going over the top. And I think it's looking for value in the fine jewelry that you buy. But I don't see it as an item to cross off the list entirely. Yes, I, I would agree with you to disagree with the list. And I and I take your point about the roses, that the truth is these are often, you know, one-off purchases and they're gifts very often and they make you happy to give the gift and they make the receiver happy to receive the gift. And it's not about the value of it. It's about the value of the joy that it brings. Right. Yes. The last three, let's go through these pretty quickly. These are sort of, I would say, Good to hear, but kind of the low-hanging fruit, right? What do you yes. go through them? Yeah, absolutely. High-end gym memberships, co-working space memberships, and food delivery of any kind. So yes, yes. Well, yes, maybe, and yes. That's that's what I would say to those three. Can I add one thing before? I'm, yes, I, I don't want to cut you off, but there was a study that showed that the purchases that people regret the most are around food. Um, People regret how much they spend on takeout food, restaurants, and things like that. And it doesn't mean you shouldn't do those things, but people tend to regret how much they do it. And that's one thing I think you can see several of the items on this list or around that. So you just want to think about that. Good thoughts. Okay, I'm going to ask you to get the Instagram comments ready. I want to share a few comments from our Instagram audience that we asked about this topic while I read. We do tape this right in front of a live audience here on Facebook. You can join us in the future at facebook.com forward slash iStackBenjamins. We have Gregory here with us. He said, or you can go to Costco and get a totally impractical number of roses any day of the year. I would call that not an or, but an and. I think you can give the person that you love Valentine's Day roses, and you can also give them roses any day of the year. So thank you, Craig, for that comment. Um, Diane, you want to share? Well, and also, can I I say that? Well, I just want to say to Greg that I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm so glad you brought up Costco and Costco roses and Costco flowers. They're a great deal. Good for you. All right, let's go to our Instagram. You have a few of our Instagram comments to share. I do. Sharik1989 says designer watches, clothes, and other accessories, German cars, and MLM products. Yes. Yes to all of that. Um, I am the real spoon. Great handle. Expensive cars, many name brand clothes that are only about the name, not the quality. Absolutely. Um, Another comment, name brand food, legit AirPods, more expensive vehicles like an Audi or VW. W, um, luxury items you use every day. The luxury feel wears off because it becomes your new normal. What an interesting, uh, I have to think about that one. Interesting point. Well, I think it's almost like children that receive a toy and they play with it for an hour and then they're over it. Yeah. 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 All right, before we get to our takeaways, we want to talk about our sponsor at Bestow. We are so happy that Bestow supports this episode of Money with Friends. Life insurance is important, but the process should not take forever. If you are familiar with the process of getting life insurance, you'll know that the potential for how excruciating it could be, long forms, a medical exam a couple weeks later, and then the long wait for a price that may or may not be what you expected. You have other things to do, so Bestow makes it so easy. Bestow offers term life insurance that is 100% online. They never require a medical exam ever. Prices start at, get this, $3 a month. Policies are available for two, 10, and 20 years. 
I like longer term coverage if you're younger and you know that you're going to need it for a long time. I also like to stack different lengths of, of life insurance because you might need more during certain times when your children maybe are still more dependent on you and then less as they get older. No need to put it put in your name. You don't have to put your email, your phone just to get a quote. They will get a quote to you without all that information. So for your quote today, and you're going to feel much better because you're going to have the coverage you need if you do this, you can apply at hellobestow.com. That's hello, B-E-S-T-O-W.com slash M-W-F. And please use our link so that they will send a thank you to us and you can help support Money with Friends. Okay, Diane, do you want to go first or second with the takeaways? How about I'll go second because I went first last time. Okay. So my takeaway is that some of these were a bit obvious, coffee and food delivery, for example. Um, And some we had issue with, like flowers on Valentine's Day. But there is a lot to be said for things like the furniture that we buy and the new phones, depreciating assets, washes, and for me, fine jewelry, also not always needed, Diane, keep it coming. But if in doubt, it's okay <laughs> to go halfway, cut back on your cable to just the channels that you watch, or at least know what's going on. Go into your plan and see what kind of data you're using on your phone. You may not need that unlimited plan because you may not really be using anywhere near the amount that you would need to have unlimited. Embrace the gray areas and let your wallet get a little more green. All right, you're up, Diane. And to me, the to me, the best advice in this story is not the specific items that all the financial experts named. It's the idea that you should take a pause and really think about the items you spend a lot on and whether they're worth the price to you, given your lifestyle. You know, Do you take full advantage of them? Do you truly enjoy them? Would a cheaper substitute make you just as happy? That kind of mindfulness about money really pays off even if you decide to keep springing for the roses and the steak in the end. Oh my gosh. I love that. That left me with all the warm fuzzies, Diane. Thank you. Oh, yay. Before we wrap up, where can people find you? Uh, Well, they can find me at newsweek.com. I'm the executive editor of Newsweek and I am working on a book. So that's a while away. But um, when I finish it, I'll be talking all about it. So it's a personal finance book. And um, this is, just a great experience, giving me a lot of fodder for the book. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And on behalf of Diane Harris and myself and everybody here at Money with Friends, thanks for joining us and have a great day, everyone. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Sihai and Bobby Rebel and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Taylor Eichenberg engineered this show and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other video or podcast without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.